Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Guys, welcome back to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. Today is a bit of a fun topic as we are diving into the process of manifestation and the law of attraction and how we can literally create the life we want. I'm not even going to make any small talk because I have so much to say on this topic and so much that I want to share with you guys. So let's just dive straight into it. Essentially, we carry so much power and now it's about really tapping into it to create that life that fulfills us and that we actually wake up feeling excited about, jump out of bed and just ready to tackle the day ahead as opposed to stumbling in bed, making excuses, putting our alarm on snooze and just kind of living the same life day in and day out. And I sometimes get chills when I think about what is possible for us. Everything starts with how we show up and by merely altering our presence, we can open ourselves up to so much more abundance. And I'm not just talking about financial abundance. I'm talking about abundance of love, abundance of joy, abundance of experiences, abundance of adventure, and whatever else that lights you up. And most importantly, we have so much potential and power to create a life that we actually want as opposed to sit around and hope for the best. And while the process of manifestation has gained quite a bit of popularity of late, it's still construed as being somewhat woo-woo. And I'm not going to lie, I get it. Because I remember when I first watched the movie The Secret, I couldn't even get past more than half of the movie. It just seemed ridiculous that you could visualize your life into existence. I remember this one particular scene where the guy in the movie wanted a car and he visualized it and suddenly it showed up in his garage. (laughs) But now after diving deep into manifestation and really understanding, applying and teaching the process, I can approach the movie's concepts in a much better light. And while the concepts that were presented in the movie are completely accurate, they're a little too simplified and almost unfathomable if you are a newcomer to this space because As much as manifestation and law of attraction is all about the energy you put out and receiving more of that energy, there's so much more that goes into it, which is why just thinking about what you want is not nearly enough to create whatever it is that your heart desires. And if you are a newcomer to the space of manifestation, I'm about to break it down for you in a way that you can actually start applying. And even if you're well into your journey of being a conscious manifester, Hopefully, it will help you break through whatever blocks you might be currently facing or even just approach manifestation in a different, in a different way. And I always believe that when it comes to something like manifestation, the more understanding we have of it and different ways of approaching the process, the better. Because that way we can show up in different ways. So whether you approach it from more neuroscience angle or more of the energetics, either way, it's just going to validate, validate it, the process to you and make you help you, not make you, help you stay consistent. So essentially, the process of manifestation is the phenomena that happens when you take something that was once part of your mind and turn it into physical reality. 
while a lot of people say stuff like, okay, now I'm going to manifest. The reality is that since day one, since the day we were born, we have been manifesting based on our thoughts, our words, actions, and our emotions. Together, these all create our energy and point of attraction. Our external reality merely mirrors our energy. And I'm going to say this to you guys time and time again so that it really drills in for you. And regardless of what it is that we want, we can only manifest to the extent and quality of the energy we put out, which is why I constantly talk about thriving from the inside out. When you expand how you feel internally and allow yourself to feel happy, you naturally magnetize more reasons to feel that emotion, to feel that joy. So whether it's the car, the relationship, the well-being, the money in the bank, the job, these are all merely byproducts of your energy. The more we empower ourselves with an understanding of the various universal laws at play, such as the law of attraction, the better we can leverage them to our advantage and use them to create a life that lights us up, excites us, and makes us, like I said, makes us want to jump out of bed. How awesome does that even, the idea of that even sound that you can actually get that excited for your day, even if it doesn't entail going on a holiday or something massive. That just becomes your natural state of being. And you know how I'm always talking about the importance of preserving our energy and that our energy is our most sacred commodity? This is why. The quality of our life boils down to our energy and being intentional about it. As we use our thoughts our words, our actions, and emotions to raise our energy, we raise our point of attraction. And as a result, what we receive is going to naturally elevate. And this brings me to my next point and what I really want to talk to you guys about. The frustration we sometimes feel with the current state of our life. While we are happy for the most part, there's a hint of frustration that occasionally, or in some cases, often creeps up. That frustration stems from the part of us that knows we want more for ourselves, but we either doubt our capacity to receive it or don't know how to go about and make it a reality. That sentiment of feeling stuck ripples over time and unintentionally we stay stuck and that frustration only builds up over time. And here's the thing is that we often shy away from our negative emotions because of the the discomfort that comes with addressing them. In actuality, our emotions are our most useful tool and a gift. It's our intuition's way of communicating to us what it needs and how we need to alter our course of action. If you really break up the word emotions, all it means is energy in motion. So when we are feeling any kind of negative emotions, such as guilt, fear, frustration, shame, stress, or anxiety, it merely indicates that we are putting out extremely constricted energy and consequently attracting unfulfilling experiences. On the flip side, when we are in a state of joy, love, and gratitude, we are operating out of the highest expression of ourselves. In layman terms, we are putting out some seriously high vibe, abundant energy, and as a result, we are going to receive more abundance. It is the law. And so whether or not you believe in the law of attraction or decide, okay, now I'm going to start applying the law of attraction, it's not a switch that you can on and off. It's, it's been in operations since the day we were born. And like I said, the more you understand how this is all working, the more you can start to be intentional about how you use these various universal, universal laws. And 
our emotions are constantly talking to us and it's our job to pay attention and alter our course of action accordingly. A lot of times that frustration is our intuition literally telling us, girl or boy, (laughs) you have so much potential that you are not nearly tapping into. It is go time. Allow yourself to play bigger. You deserve bigger. We cannot keep settling like this. Think of that frustration you feel when you are ready to go out and you're waiting on your partner or your friend to finish getting ready. And they keep saying five more minutes, five more minutes. And after a while, you are ready to explode out of frustration. That is how, that's exactly how your intuition feels as it waits for you to see and recognize your own potential. And we can either pay attention and do something about it or ignore it and let that feeling mount up. And eventually you're going to reach a point where we all, we're all going to reach a point where we have no choice but to do something differently. You know what they say, life whispers and we don't listen, it starts to scream. And whether it's about attracting the most incredible partner who loves you unconditionally, a thriving career with constant growth opportunities, financial freedom, exciting adventures and travel, or whatever it is that your heart desires, these are all big desires. And it's good to have big desires and big goals because with those big goals, it naturally forces us to expand and grow as individuals. But here's the thing when it comes to having big goals and big desires, the energy behind these desires is pretty massive. And remember this, we can only manifest based on the energy we are putting out. The universe is never rewarding you. It is never punishing you. You might go through seasons in life where you feel like, I don't know why I'm being punished for this. I didn't do anything wrongly. But the universe does not reward, it does not punish. It merely responds to our point of attraction. So no matter how badly you want a specific desire or pray for it, the universe can only match your energy. And if you want to receive big, it's time to stop playing small. The reason why we tend to play small is because it's comfortable. It's familiar. Getting out of your comfort zone comes with a degree of risk and discomfort. While it's obviously incredibly appealing to stay comfortable and stay in what we know, the energy behind doing so is fear. And ultimately, this fear acts like resistance and hinders us from receiving our desires. When I look back at my life, all my major moments of growth and change came when I got tired of myself and had no choice but to stop playing small. It was either continue with the same pattern of behavior that was not really taking me beyond where I was or doing something about it. And now that I'm on the other side of these certain experiences, I can share them with a lot of joy and ease. But at the time, I felt so much fear and uncertainty. I didn't have any indication of where these actions would lead me. I just knew that staying the same would do me no favors and I no longer wanted to feel that frustration. I'm not going to sugarcoat it because here's the reality. Moving past discomfort is hard, but I will tell you that the bigger I played, the more my life opened up in ways that I literally could not have previously fathomed. And that is why now when I speak to potential new clients or just anybody who is in a space of wanting to manifest something and I suggest they take some kind of action, which is out of their comfort zone, they almost retract. And I understand that fear because it's uncomfortable, but that is essentially the only way we can move forward and receive those big desires is by stop playing small. And so 
over the last couple of weeks, I've been doing quite a bit of self-reflection and I wanted to share a few examples just so you can see how this really plays out in our lives because I don't want this to be empty concepts that don't push you to do something different in your life. And I think a lot of times what motivates me when I have to make a big action is hearing other people's experiences because it encourages me that and reminds me what is possible for me if I just, like I said, stop playing small. So I'll start with the first example. In 2019, I remember reaching a bit of a slump with my career. Although I loved the work I was doing and the clients I got to coach, the mental stimulation part of it started to dwindle. I knew something had to change, but I just could not put my finger on it. And we can only go as far as we know which is what actually motivated me to reach out to someone who'd already been there, move past, move past that discomfort and could coach me to move forward. As much as I'm constantly coaching clients constantly, if I want to grow, I need to also constantly invest in coaches who are further along in their journey than I am so I can keep moving forward. So at that time, I think it was what, I think August or July of 2019, I hired a mindset coach who came with a $2,000 price tag. I shared that in the last, a couple of episodes ago. And this was the first real investment in my personal growth. I say real because it's much easier to part with a couple of hundred of dollars than a couple of thousand. Despite the fear, I signed on with her and looking back, it was undoubtedly one of the best investments I could have made and helped me move past so many blocks. And because of that, the year later, I decided to hire a business coach who did not charge $2,000. She charged a whopping $6,000. I remember my heart like skipped a beat when she revealed her price. Anyways, at the time, I was filled with so many nerves as I entered my car details for the transaction. Yet, I can now say that particular decision helped me exponentially grow mentally, emotionally, and fortunately, financially. It also marked a huge turning point in my career. A second example of when, playing, when I stopped playing small was when it came to finally losing the weight. In the first episode of the Fit and Fulfill podcast, I shared that up until the age of 16, I grew up obese and tipped the scales at 90 kilos. It was much easier at the time to shrug it off and fall back on the one day I'm going to lose the weight excuse. And rather than actually confront my obesity. And eventually I realized it was time to stop playing small and letting myself hold on to excuses and reasons why I wouldn't clean up my diet right then and there. After dabbling in a few quick fix diets, I just, gosh, when I think back, I did the Atkins, the Special K diet, horrible. And understandably so, they both backfired. I decided to attend my first Weight Watchers meeting. If you've ever attended a Weight Watchers meeting, you'll know that it's a pretty vulnerable position to be in. It's a group setting and someone else is weighing you every week. And yes, they are really good at keeping it discreet, but it's very scary to jump on the scales knowing that somebody else is going to be seeing that number. Yet now when I look back, I just feel so much relief and gratitude that I did not talk myself out of going. I can't even imagine where I would be right now or what I would be doing if I did not finally rip the bandaid off and decide to clean up my act. And as much as at the time I knew I wanted to lose the weight, 
staying motivated and committed was a whole different ballgame. That's why with my own weight loss clients, I empathize so much because yes, we all want to get to a specific weight or just feel a certain way, but it's hard. And constantly must, you know, uh, mustering motivation and discipline, it takes a lot of work. And I just remember at the time, it's like, yeah, it's very easy to fall back on excuses, excuses and reasons why I deserve to cheat on my diet. But doing so would have merely been a cop out. Man, I'm just like, you know, as I'm talking, so many more examples are coming through. I'll give you another one is when, when I moved to Bombay from London in 2010, and here's the thing is that it's really easy to make a move to somewhere like Bombay where I'm originally from if I had lived here before. But up until making the move, I'd never really spent more than three weeks in a year over here. I had no career prospects lined up. I didn't really know anyone here and I didn't speak Hindi. Maybe a few words here and there, but in terms of having a proper conversation, did not was not able to. And at the time, I had no spiritual awareness. So I don't really know where this level of faith or ease to get out of my comfort zone came from. But I'm just so glad that I trusted my intuition and that inner voice that told me to move. With no idea of what was in store for me, I moved to Bombay and merely hoped for the best. And it turned out to be way better than I could have ever expected. What ended up happening was that the universe matched this energy of a massive cross-continent move and presented me with the opportunity and space to create the career of my dreams, a career that lights me up more each day and allows me to empower clients to tap into their potential too. And speaking of career, up until a few years ago, I was terrified of public speaking. When I had to do presentations in school, I would always get so flustered and shake almost uncontrollably. I'm a pretty extroverted person, but when it came to presentations and speaking in front of people, it was like someone else would take over and the words just could not come out. I would literally do anything to avoid putting myself in such a vulnerable position, but eventually it got to a point where I could not ignore my intuition's guidance. If I wanted to create a greater impact and be in a position to empower more people to reclaim control of their diet and lifestyle, I knew I had to stop playing small and finally address this fear of mine. And so despite this discomfort, I decided to host a workshop. Don't get me wrong, the fear of public speaking was still very much present, but I, at that point, I had to put my blinders on and rip the Band-Aid off. I give that version of me so much credit because I just remember almost wanting to throw up as my stomach churned with butterflies. Yet in doing so, it opened me up to a whole, ne- a whole new level of fulfillment and joy that only continues to grow. I can honestly say that I think I'm at my highest expression of myself and happiest and most fulfilled after I speak to an audience. So whether that's on Insta story or in a group setting or even recording a podcast episode, I am just on such a natural high. And this high could not have even been recognized if I didn't finally address this fear and come out of my comfort zone. And don't get me wrong, I still feel a bit nervous every time I talk to an audience in person or host a workshop, but this awareness has helped, constantly helps me move forward. If I want to receive big, I need to play big. 
It's really as simple as that, guys. Big goals and big desires call for big action. The universe always wants to deliver, but we need to show that we're ready through the action we take. When we take massive action backed up, backed up by that massive energy, the universe will only match that the energy behind that. So be bold and dare to step into your light. When you show up for yourself, move in confidence and know that the universe is undoubtedly going to meet you halfway and then propel you towards wherever will serve your highest good, that is when your life will truly open up. And so I really encourage you to look into your life and do a quick audit. Maybe start asking yourself a few questions. How and or where am I playing small in my life? And if my life stays exactly the same, how am I going to feel in five years? When you add a bit of perspective to your life, it's much easier to move through the discomfort. You deserve an incredibly expansive life. Don't let fear and the appeal of playing small and staying comfortable be the reasons why you don't fully allow yourself to experience a more fulfilling and expansive life. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.